podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Jamie Carragher and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copyright Podcast. We are back with another reaction show to two games this time. Liverpool are playing, clearly playing too many games, but they're still winning games, so it's all good. So we're going to discuss, of course, the Leicester game last night, West Ham result, and then look ahead to Spurs as well on Saturday, which is going to be another another cracker of a game. But before we get stuck into it all, I'm joined by Christian. As always, Christian, how are you doing, lad? Nice and nice and early. Been up for three hours, had four coffees and all that, and I've just rolled out of bed. So <laughs> you're probably feeling better than me. Yeah, well, you wake up with a smile on your face, you know, days like this when you're living in a Dominic Sobersly world. So, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it's it, it's brilliant times, even if it's uh, still early in the season. It's just, you know, magical to see uh, Liverpool at the moment and some players to play for us so you know you can't complain just enjoy and enjoy the ride I would say yeah it's um well we're gonna get fully stuck into Zobba's live screamer very shortly and I'm sure we'll spend at least 10 minutes talking about how good it was but yeah Leicester we dispatched of them um thankfully went one nil behind as always but it was our seventh consecutive win in all comps uh unbeaten in 19 games which stretches back to the first of April last season and I was we were just talking about like the last time we lost was when me and Christian done the live show in North Shopping in, in Sweden. So I think that's just hilarious <laughs> that that's that's how long ago it was when we last lost the game of footy. So it's very good to see. Um but yeah before we get stuck into the goals then like in terms of like the lineup for, for Leicester ten changes only Curtis Jones remained after the West Ham win uh, which we'll get on to shortly like I said before um, he went on. He's captain the Reds as well. Yeah, you love to see it. Um, two Scousers getting the debut as captain this season, Trent and now Curtis Jones. So it's it's all little things that add into the results. Of course, the results are the main thing. But like to see Jones start at right back was a bit of a mad one. I don't think anyone really expected that one. I think everyone maybe expected Gomez or maybe Endo or someone who's played there maybe a couple more times. But um, what what was your what was your thoughts on the? Uh, on the start and 11. Well, apart from Curtis Jones, I had it like, uh, what do you call it? Like a pre, uh, my pre thoughts of the game was that kind of 11, but I had by starting it right back instead of Curtis yeah. Jones. So everyone else was actually correct. When I looked at it from the, you know, before, you know, the press conference or before any news or anything, because I thought this is the perfect game to rotate and let players like Endo, Graven Birch, Elliot, uh, Doak, and you know Jota, uh, Gakpo play, and you know it's quality in there as well. So when I saw it, I was uh, I was pleased and a little bit surprised because Jones got to play in that position. But obviously, when we go forward, he goes up central midfield doing the Trent role as we call it now. So I uh, wasn't concerned about that. Thought you know it's a, just give it a go. He got the technique and skills for it. So you know, and uh, like you, like you said as well, it's really good to you know have a another local that actually captain the club, and you know it, make, it makes him proud and it makes the people of Liverpool proud as well, especially the red side, obviously. It does indeed. It does indeed. And yeah, he's the, the performances he's been putting in. He deserves everything that's coming in his way at the minute because he's been. <clears throat> I don't think he'll he'll please everyone. And you can yeah. tell that online because there's still certain people who just don't like him and just like, whatever, whatever, crack on, mate. He's, he's a very good player. Just get on board. If you don't get on board, then yeah, you, yeah get out of your lap. Um, but yeah, 10 changes. And in true, I mean, the West Ham game, like I keep saying, we're going to get on to. We didn't go behind in that game, but this was like in true Liverpool style. We went behind after three three minutes and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. But at the moment when this is happening, I'm, ne- I'm never like, last season where it's like I would done for now it's more of a like right early setback it's an early goal if anything that helps us because it gives us a kick up the arse we, we need to stop doing this ideally because 
keep mm-hmm. saying it's not sustainable. I think we can all agree it's not sustainable to keep going behind and then having to come back. Although we've got loads of quality and loads of mentality and whatever, but to go behind so early, yeah, it's it's not a theme we want to keep recurring, is it really? No, uh, <laughs> you know, you can argue that in other games it's, it has been more of a bad you know, def- defending collectively and even, you know, the defensive line, it's been too easy to go through. This situation here is just, in my opinion, it's it's unlucky for Tzimikas. You know, he, he could have handled the situation much better uh, when he's recovering the ball, but, you know, he gets stamped on as well. He could have been a free kick, you can argue about that. Then he probably overplays the situation a bit just to get the sympathy from the referee as well because, obviously, they counterattack and they score. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of them where I felt a little bit, you know, uh, I, I felt sad for him that, you know, it, it could have easily been with the VAR, a, a free kick, because he got stamped on his, I don't know if it's his uh, Achilles or ankle or whatever, but, you know, you can you can tell that it still hurts, even though if he would overplay it. So it's just one of them that can happen to anybody. You know, I saw that he got a lot of stick on Twitter straight away for being really bad and all that, and I was just like, well, it could have happened, you know, to anyone. It's just, you know... Um, unlucky that it's him because he's an e- easy player to go, you know, to to make his uh, what do you call it like a scapegoat or whatever. Um, so you know, to concede that early is not good, but in this situation, I was, you know, ah, it's just it's not the same as we have conceded before. Like I started to say, like then we've been really poorly defensively, but I think this is just one of them where I can't do anything about it because in another. Like in Premier League, whatever, it could have been a free kick. I don't say it should be, but, you know, I probably have looked at it uh, with VAR and it might have yeah. had a different outcome and all that. So I just thought it's a shit one, but we need just to go. And then I think we, from from that, from then on, I think we just, you know, kept on going. Uh, what was really good in our pressing, we played well, we created loads of chances. I, I wasn't concerned, even if we were one nil down, down. Yeah, I think just with the scapegoat stuff, I think I've like... I always say to you, I block that many people on on Twitter that I don't see that anymore. So I have a I have a great Twitter exp- unless I click on the for you tab, which is the fucking, it's just like opening up a nightmare, and it's like loads of people just like moaning, and you're like, oh, get me off that. Um, but yeah, I think I think Leicester started well. They had the the commentator was mentioning like about um like their managers took a lot of inspiration from from Klopp's team from, from from our team and the way they press and you could, you could see that they were very high up very intense very powerful pacey players getting <laughs> closing players down so I mean it was it was it's always tricky when that happens but I think that we, we, fought, we fought through it well and like you said first half we didn't manage to get a goal we're going one nil behind but the chances we did have like I just think of the, the, the Ben Doke one where he absolutely hammers the, the, the bar from from close range and there's the Kwanza one where it's cleared off the line so you mean <laughs> There was quite a few chance, other chances as well, but it could have quite easily been. We could have easily been two two one up or three one up going into into the break, and you just you just knew come second half, once we've had that fifteen minutes to kind of collect ourselves and 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 clock to show them the right things that we've been doing in the first half. You knew that it was going to tick tick the right way, didn't you? Second half. Yeah, and you know, I, I looked before it said that we have you know ten one shots on target and eleven shots of target to one, and all that we had ten corner kicks. You know, we we create a load of chances. Bendok, you know, he will be a nightmare for any defender. We've been talking about his end product, you know, to making the right decision and stuff. You know, last night he was just unlucky that he didn't score. You know, hitting the bar, having that um, shooting the ball, which. Jota almost sits on, you know, the keeper comes up, makes himself big. He's there, he's, you know, it should just be, you know, it won't take a long time before he actually scores more and more goals for us because he got the speed, technique and skills to, you know, make take on his defender, go past him and create stuff. So for him, it was just, you know, uh, bad luck. So I really like what I saw from him. But then, you know, from the whole team, from the mid midfield pressing, you know, how we recovered balls, how we ma- made sure that they couldn't get out as much, you know, to counterattack. They had a few chances, but not as many. I never felt I never felt worried because I, th- I thought the whole team was actually you know, playing in the way we used to see Klopp's team play in the in the start of his era and, you know, the first couple of seasons where no one had a chance to even have time on the ball because Elliot, Gravenberch, Ender was everywhere on that midfield. And I thought, you know, Kwanzaa was really good as well. So as a collective, I thought, you know, everyone did their job from the 
first man pressing to the back in the defensive line. And that's what you want to see because when you do that and that clicks, there's not many teams having any chance to even, you know, think about what they're going to do with the ball. Yeah, it's just nice to see Liverpool having like making like I said, making ten changes and still being able to show a similar quality. Obviously, not the same amount of quality as like the first eleven uh, lads, but to kind of give a, a good replica of that in, in the energy with the youth in there and stuff. And like you mentioned, Quanser and and though who's just yeah, he's just a he's just a firecracker and he's just he's just ridiculously good on in one to ones. And I can't wait till the day where he gets a couple of goals and he gets a couple of assists and then he starts to realise that. Just keep doing that, and then he'll just do that. Hopefully yeah. for the rest of his career, because he's still only seventeen. You've got to remember that seventeen years old, and he's doing. He's, he's up against Justin, who's a very good, very good fullback, and he's just he's turning into bits. He, re- he really is. So it's very promising signs. And yeah, like you said, a couple of good chances first half, and we're unlucky not to um, at least get one and get, maybe go in one one. I think I would have been happy with that, but one nil down. You're like right, we need to. Sort this out, and it only takes um, <clears throat> three minutes the second half to um, to get it. And you mentioned there, Ryan Gravenberch, he gets on the ball, and I mean they got the, the finish by Gakpo was great, but I really loved the, the assist as well. You know, because I loved the little ball yeah. into him. He does like a little fake shot, takes it inside onto his left foot, then he does a little a, a little neat little trick between both feet to flick it through to, to Gakpo, and then Gakpo when Gakpo was in those areas. He's, he's, pretty, he's pretty good to be fair and, and he slots at bottom corner in three minutes they get their goal in three minutes we get one three minutes after the half so we respond in the perfect way and I just I love that goal as well though just from a from what you want to see from Liverpool and of course the, the Dutch lads linking up Gravenberch getting his second successive uh, assist as well there was loads of loads of good bits in there but it was a great goal and yeah, and uh, like like you say in there, uh, you know, mentioning Gavin Bush, just doing that little nice little pass into space, and with Gakpo receiving it, just turning and then just putting it in the corner, like it's a great goal. It's what you want to see, and I'm really pleased for Gavin Bush as well because obviously, uh, you know, coming from Bayern Munich and everyone, I wouldn't say we, but you know, many has you know doubted him and his ability. Does he have? You know, even though everyone knows he's a t- big talent and has been, you know, he ha- does he have what it takes to continue to develop? Obviously, we brought him and everyone's excited, you know, supporting Liverpool. And he comes in and I think from the start, he shows that he's got the quality. Now we just need to mould him into what we want him to be and, you know, play in the positions that we want him to play in. And you can tell that he's a footballer. Uh, you know, he's good with the ball. He's good with driving the ball forward. He's big and he's strong. And he got these little skills where he can just, you know, pick up a pass like that and just put it into a little space where you need to have those skills and mindset to see that so quickly. So I was pleased for him and I was pleased for Gakpo as well. Obviously, he has to, had to, you know, um, give his starting position away to Darwin Nunes because he's been informed. But, you know, to have those players on the bench uh, and be able to rotate them into these kind of games, it's just luxury for us, you know, to have those quality players. So that goal and the momentum that we had from the start of the second half was brilliant. Yeah, it really was to get that nice and early. You're like, right, lads, let's come on, let's we've we've got this now, and um, we might as well jump straight to the goal because I reckon this is going to take us a while to get through because <laughs> oh, it was it was yes. <laughs> when you see 65th minute, you see Darwin Nunes coming on, you see um, you see um, Sabers like coming on as well, and yeah, like, right, lads, you've got Nunes coming on, you've got Sabers like coming on, mm-hmm. and, it, and it is like. It is like a bit of a cheat code to bring them to one because they just—it's carnage in both areas in in the midfield yeah. and, and up and up top. But um, yeah, the goal is just a love a lovely ball in by Endo. We, we haven't really talked about when we were talking about it in a minute. Lovely little ball into him and Zobis, I just goes right. I'll take a touch here and I'm just going to absolutely fucking welly this as hard as I can. <laughs> and I was I was sat there after and I was like, that is unbelievable. It it, it really is. And I was trying to think of the last time I'd seen. A ball hit that hard, and I could only think of like, like the easy comparison is Gerard, isn't it? Of course, like yeah. the goals that he scored, like reset against Man United, I guess Oxley Chamberlain against Man City. But I don't know, just the way it goes in, it. I'd love to know the stats and like how fast that went in. But yeah, the fact that it was like the goal to put us two one up, the fact that he just came onto the field and it was like. Clapper was like, "Yeah, fuck this. Let's get let's, let's get Dom on. Let's Dom will sort it out." And then he goes and does it within five minutes and with a goal. That, I mean, it's it's just a ridiculous goal, isn't it? 
Yeah, and first when you know you see Darwin and uh, so was like coming on for uh, you know I, I tweeted something about you know I would have liked to see Ben Doke stay on the pitch because I, I really enjoyed watching play football because he's young and he's got all the talent. But I I said something in start with, uh, but to see. You know, Darwin Nunes and Dominic Sobos like enter the pitch. It just makes me, you know, enjoy like sit back and relax, enjoy my whiskey that I had in my hand because you know now it's going to be brilliant. And it didn't take long uh, before uh, you know that goal. And because my daughter was sleeping already, you know, in their room next door, I have never screamed that loud in silence. <laughs> if you know what I mean, I was just jumping up and down and just like. Ah, but inside of myself, like really loud because yeah, I couldn't wake her up. But fucking hell, you know that goal. I, it's just something that you can sit and rewatch. You know, for I would say years to come. Like you will rewatch yeah. it now, but then when you look back in uh, you know a couple of seasons forward and wherever we will be then, and if hopefully Sobosly have picked up a few titles with us and all that, but that will be one of them moments where because we've been you know praising him since he arrived and since he came into the team and the way he played since then with number eight on his back, you know, being the, the, the player that kind of takes over from Steven Gerrard and actually showing that kind of quality. And we've seen him just grow and grow in every game, having an impact all the time, the aura, the leadership, the, the skills, the, you know, everything. But then to then do this kind of stuff with that kind of goal. Uh, it just takes it to another level. Uh, and, you know, we just sit here and think, you know, how how could we, I, obviously we're Liverpool, so I don't doubt that, but how could we just find a player for that kind of money in, in, the, in today's market where, you know, you, you bring everything that could be, you know, a new Steven Gerrard into the team. It's just something that is written in the stars when it comes to Liverpool because, the more you look at him, even though you can't can never compare Steven Gerrard with any other player or any other player with Steven Gerrard, it's just he ticks the boxes for what you want. And what I actually like with Sobosly, if you um, put away all the quality as a football player, he got the same aura as Gerrard in terms of making his teammates believing in him. They know when he enters the pitch that this man's going to do something. He, so he raises the confidence and the feeling of positivity positivity for everyone else. And that's what Gerard did for us for so many seasons. Just to have him on the pitch would be like, we got Gerard. everyone thought that. So he would score a goal or, you know, create something. We got the same feeling with Soboslai now. So put everything football-wise away because we know he's fucking boss. But, you know, to just have someone that brings that aura into uh, the team and onto the pitch is just fucking unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable, And I love him, and I will love him to the day I die. <laughs> so the question is then, do, do, you love, do you love him more than Dahon Nunes? Because it's, it's getting close to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's two different kind of loves. <laughs> <laughs> Darwin's a proper like a proper man love. I, I don't know though, because Sobosly's a good looking fellow. Yeah, I think Sobosly's the man love, and Darwin is more like I'll take care of you, lad. Love, like we'll be there. We will be there for you, lad. You know what I mean? Like we know Sobosly will take care of himself, but yeah, Darwin, yeah. we, 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 we are there to, to put a hand on his shoulder and be like, yeah, yeah, be true. behind you, kid. That's the kind of love. And then obviously it's the love to you as well, mate. So <laughs> proper man. Love. Hell, this this is turning into a different show. I'm crying with laughter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's it's funny because I think his, his first touch, yes, he's obviously. Like, I think he nearly fell over the ball. I was like, right, he is human then. Like, and then a couple of minutes later, he just absolutely well. He's one of the best strikes I've ever seen. Um, yeah. And literally, nearly took the crossbar off. And it, it's mad because when you think, like, he's he's played six league games. He's played now one, um, one Europa League game for us, and he's now played one League Cup for games. So that's eight games. He's played eight games for us, and we're talking about him. And I'm like, I posted something on Twitter. Like, it's hard not to get excited and like think like he's like the next Gerard and all that. And like you said, you can't. It's hard to compare like legends like that to someone who's been here for such a short amount of time and played eight games. But in those eight games, he's crammed in so many good things that we want to see. And like you said, like he just whenever he comes on the field, whenever he gets the ball, people are like right, let's start moving. Dom's on the ball. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. Our it's similar to like Trent, but Trent's had to hand. Like kind of create that for himself over the years he's been here. Like not, but not like he's now at a point where when Trent gets the ball, like they, they know they need to be on the bike ready to um to, to be on the end of a pass, or they know Trent's in charge of the situation. Is what I'm trying to say. And Zobrzeis kind of came in and he's doing that already. I think that's just I think that that in itself is amazing, isn't it? 
Yeah, and you know, no disrespect to Trent because he's a world class player, but he's he's he doesn't have the same physicality as Dom. You know what I mean? Like he's he's a big lad, but he's still strong, quick, good on the ball, creative, good technique. So the thing is with Trent, he's got brilliant creativity in him, you know, to see a pass, to perform a pass and to, you know, be that kind of player. And, you know, he will play for us for a long time, hopefully, and become a legend. You know, he's the vice captain. So I would never change him for anyone in the way he plays, in the position he plays. But I think with Sobosla, you have a midfielder that had the same kind of skill set as Trent, but he's got more muscles. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it is a different aura without saying, you know, Trent doesn't have it, but it's just Dominic when he comes in, like on the pitch, he's just it's just something that you know shines around him. It's like fucking Jesus, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna. I honestly think we're gonna run out of words to talk, to, to, to talk about him. Like we talk about salad every week when we're like, what else do we say? And you're like, yeah, we still manage to fill ten minutes. Though I think it's gonna be the same every week with Zobis. Like, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for every week to talk about Dominic Zobis. Like. <laughs> This is um, also you're always looking forward to Liverpool play, but it takes yeah. it takes it to a totally different level when you know you have those kind of players like Darwin, Dominic, you know, Trent, even though we are the team is full of quality. It's just some players that you know you'd be like, Oh, I'm looking forward to watch this game this uh, weekend because of Sobersly or you know, Trent is a good form or Darwin Nunes scoring goals. It just makes you happy and that's that's what we want. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think we probably need to like, end, like, end the Zobosly stuff there because I think we could literally do another <laughs> 25 minutes just on the goal and the man himself for how good he is. Um, and yeah, we had we had quite a few more chances, like you said. We, I think we had like, I think it was 29, 29 shots in the game, apparently, um, which is, I mean, yeah. how it only ended 3-1. Obviously, we've got this like, this like deal with someone in the heavens is like right you're going to win like your next game 3-1 like just just like because that's why you're getting all p- your predictions right because you're just going yeah yeah 3-1 <laughs> yeah yeah 3-1 do you want another 3-1 yeah go on then we'll have another 3-1 I don't know how I don't know how we won this game 3-1 it should have been like fucking 6-1 or 7-1 the amount of chances yeah. like Gakpo it's the it's the bar it, it's the line obviously not, not in Nunes has a chance where he's basically one on one edge of the box and he curls it just wide and yeah and you're like fucking hell! Like there's just so many chances. Obviously, obviously, scores the, the the unbelievable goal, and then Jota, 89th minute, pops up with Jota the way Jota always does and gets his goal. Um, but I think because of the Zobersly one, how good it was. I think it's, I don't know if it's gone under the radar a little bit, just how good this Jota goal was. Because it's if if Bobby did it, we'd be like, yeah, Bobby, absolute magic! What a guy! Like it was typical Bobby Firmino finish, and it's a it's a very difficult thing to do, and. And again, like I want to give like, credit to the the assist as well because it's Endo got his first assist for for Zobersly, but Gerald Gerald Quanza gets gets the assist with this one, and it's the it's the ability to have the pace to knock someone off the ball, then run forward, then pick the pass and the ball the little ball in, and then Jock just goes, yeah, nice one. He's put enough pace on it. I'm just going to flick this with the with the back of my right foot off the post <laughs> and then and then. When you get a goal like last minute, like that, 89th minute, you're like, right, now you can just we can settle because obviously they were going to keep pushing, they were going to keep keep trying to get a an equaliser, and that just kind of kills it. And you just like, I mean, we haven't discussed Leicester fans because we've discussed how good Liverpool are and obviously the way we should be, but it was nice just to kind of like go right, like nice one, lads, off off you go, back down to Leicester, see you in a bit, make an early start. Get out of here, um, but uh, yeah, I I loved this goal as well. Just a, it was great to kill it off, but I just thought it was a very just a lovely goal and the people that were involved in it as well. Yeah, you know, it's a brilliant goal. It, it it's not obviously the same kind of goal as Dominic because that's just with the power and the way it goes in and you know everything just comes like very quick to you. You can follow this goal in another way, even if it goes quick, obviously. But it's it's very nice of Kwanzaa to you know get that ball. He wins the. Um, uh, the tackle or you know the, the the fighting of that ball and just continues to drive forward and then you know put the pass in and Jota just cleverly finish it off like that is it's brilliant and we know that Jota can do that you know he he's done these kind of types of goals before you know he pops up in areas we've said that before that you know no one really sees or uh, think of and he's very clever the way he runs the way he moves and all that kind of stuff so I'm happy that he scores we know like I said we got all these you know players that have quality so if he comes in in games like this and scores that means you know he's building form can he 
starting another game soon and all that, then we have more rotation and depending on the opposition and how we want to play and all that. So that's it is brilliant. And uh, you know, I think we should have a a big shout out to Quanz as well to, to you know he's doing a, another great uh, performance Do, doesn't you know overdo anything just playing really stable just doing it easy being a big lad you know physicality good with the ball good with uh, tackles and all that kind of stuff and it's just it feels feels safe I know there was some situation where we we could have had a penalty with Doak and I know there were some situation for Leicester when they were in the penalty area and and both Kunate and Kwanzaa had a little bit of you know situation where it could have turned out to be a penalty on another day but you know uh, altogether I think they both were great Kunate and Kwanzaa so it's good that we have a youngster like that that can actually come into these kind of games and doesn't you know like, like I've said before when it comes to players in Liverpool at the time we don't we don't have players that you know um makes the quality go down they still make sure the quality is as good or you know just if you well if you compare to van dyke and you know how they play that could be another uh kind of comparison i guess but you know it doesn't take away the quality from playing like joe gomez or martip or whatever he still comes in and just doing it great and obviously it comes um it's it's a result from the whole team being great as well. So, you know, big shout out to Elliot as well because he continues to just run and doing great things. He could have scored as well. Uh, so I'm just pleased for everyone on the pitch. On the pitch was just brilliant together. Yeah, Elliot, Elliot should have had, could have had an attrick to be fair to him. There's the one where he cleared off the line and then the camera like zooms in on his face and he's like, what the fuck do I need to do to score a goal here? <laughs> There's another one where he should have hit it early doors. He takes a touch. He should have just hit it with his right foot probably. But yeah, like, Concert. There's so many players that, that that's the that's the joy of it. Like it's happened quite a few this times this season where you're like looking at who like <clears throat> last year, like you, the man of the match was easy to pick. It was always the same players, but this season it's like well, everyone's like running everywhere, everyone's involved, everyone's getting <clears throat> stuck in, everyone's creating, everyone's trying stuff. If if it doesn't work, they're running their ass off to get it back, they're showing fights, aggression, <clears throat> stuff that we weren't doing the beginning um uh, the middle of, of last season. Yeah, Kwanzaa was I thought that he made one tackle against him, I think it was Mahatia when he was near enough through and he got up and celebrated it like it was a goal and I, I love that because he's shown yeah, that yeah. he's been at the club for his, his whole life and he, it, it's in his blood so it, I love when success stories like that happen where someone comes in and they're given a chance and they really grab it and they're, and they're allowed to kind of enjoy yeah. it and we haven't even mentioned Endo because I thought he had maybe a it's not happened as much. I think the the game against Alaska, I think he was a, he was a bit out of his depth a little bit. I thought in terms of speed on the ball and just knowing where players are and knowing which way to turn. But I thought in this game, especially like the last, I guess like the last thirty thirty five minutes of the game, he was like blood and thunder. He was into every tackle. He was flying everywhere. He was giving away fouls. He was getting on the ball. He obviously, gave the assist as obviously. He was trying things and he was getting stuck in, and it, it, that's the level we need when he plays. Because that's, I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's experienced as he is anyway, but he needs to get the to get to grips with how quick the English league is compared to where where he's been before. It's much it's much quicker. Every team's gonna could be breathing down your neck, and I think he he was last half an hour. I think he deserves a shout out for just how well he adapted. And hopefully, he can just kind of extract that and and start and just pour that into the rest of us the games that he has in the future for us. Yeah, I totally agree. I thought he had a great game. Uh, and like you said, sometimes, you know, when when giving free kicks away, depending on where you where on the pitch you give them away, <laughs> he's very good at giving them away on their half. So, you know, they they get the ball, he's up there already, you know, you know, getting into tackle. And even though he doesn't win the ball, he give away a free kick, but it gives us time to just, you know, reorganize and come into position. So that's very clever as well. It, I don't say, you know, obviously he tries to win the ball to make us go and score. But if you're up there high on the pitch and, you know, you, you're giving away a free kick at their end, it's you know, that's, that's a good thing because it breaks up the momentum for them. You know, it, it takes more time and, you know, we're in the lead. So that's part of the game as well. Uh, and I think, you know, he's just very, he's just one of them aggressive players where, you know, he will always be there on your fucking, you know, Achilles or your feet. It's just, you know, you know that it's going to be a little under coming there. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I, I, I do enjoy him. I do, I do think that he will, you know, play quite many games for us you know we might not always be in the Premier League but you know in, in Cups and as long as we stay in the Cups obviously and hopefully we do it all the way but there's plenty of games for him and I think if he continues like this he also obviously earns his right to play a few Premier League games as well whenever that will be Yeah I just love like stuff like that when that happens when players start to 
perform a bit better. Like the people that are just writing them off because people are just so quick to write people off. And it's so it's so funny. They're like one one bad performance, and they're like, "Oh, why why did we sign him?" Obviously, Klopp's yeah doing this and doing that, and you're just like you're oh. going, "Yeah." I mean, that's just another easy block for me. Like I said, I'm, I'm getting a nice little block <laughs> section. I think I'm in me. I think I'm in two hundred odds now. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so. A, a great win to uh, to come back from from one 0 down, beat Leicester, and then the the draw was obviously straight after, and we was watching it going like just give us a just give us a decent draw, please, lads. And yeah, Bournemouth away, so that'll be played in the week of the thirtieth of October. So of course you're over for the um the the Everton game on the twenty first. Then we've got to lose a home, Forest a home on the Sunday, so it'll probably be in between. Well, just be after that, after the, after the Forest game, so we'll be playing Bournemouth away. I mean, it's not it's not the best in terms of travel because it's a, bit, it's, a, it's a fair distance away, but in terms of avoiding, I guess, some of the bigger teams, it was. I mean, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. You 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 can get you know a team from a low, lower uh, lower league, or you can get one of the big boys in the Premier League. And you know, like I always do, I, I don't disrespect Bournemouth, but I rather obviously pick them than any of the. The, the ones that went you know got through uh so we couldn't we couldn't had man city could we uh no we couldn't uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so you know Bournemouth away like you said long travel but uh you know absolutely a draw that you would be happy with and you you know try to go there and do the job and uh you know with the quality where we have we should be able to doing uh do it when we when we're getting there but it's plenty of games obviously before that there is indeed, and it's it is exciting because like we would have done a <clears throat> we would have done a preview before the um, before this game. We, obviously, we haven't even discussed the um, the West Ham game yet, which of course I was I was still living life in in Dublin with it with with a few games and that, so I didn't I didn't have time. And of course, life gets in the way sometimes. But um, yeah, so let's 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 discuss the the West Ham game. Obviously, we've we've just took half an hour doing that, so we'll we'll, we'll try and try and make this a bit less before we get on to. Before we get on to Spurs, um, but yeah, a, a great win. It really was. I think Liverpool, obviously, being a great run of form, were doing all the right things. We looked dangerous, um, and to kind of, I guess, get the pen quite early. I think. I think I, I always say this, and it, it is. It is a cliche to score early. Is like, especially for us, is a is a massive thing because it gives us the confidence to. When we go one 0 down, it doesn't affect us as much as it used to. But I feel like when we get that first goal, we've got we not, we then go into like another gear. And I think like for Salah to get the pen, I I loved like that Salah won it and Salah Salah scored it because I was looking at like the stats and I had to ask Mike from our Opta because I was like, when was the last time Salah won a penalty? And it was back in December twenty twenty one. So there was eighty three games that went by. Fucking between him getting a, a penalty, winning the penalty, and then winning another penalty, eighty-three games. And if you think about it, in those games, how many times has he been fouled in the box? Like, there's probably, probably at least at least twenty-five, at least twenty-five or thirty where he's 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 been on the edge of the box and he's been fouled and not been given. Um, little quiz question for you: Do you, know, do you remember who that was against when he got that penalty in December twenty twenty-one? <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't have a clue. <laughs> don't have a clue. We've just been speaking about them. Man City, no, the team we just beat. Bo- um Leicester. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Leicester. Yeah, it was. We we, we got the pen. He, he he got it. He won it, and then he missed it. So I was like, right, that was in my mind straight away because I was like, right, he missed one, and I'm sure the one last one, the last one that he won, he, he missed, and I was like, oh, man. and then I was like, then we, I was thinking in my back of my mind all the stuff we've been saying about Salah and penalties, and I was like. When he was stepping up, I was like, oh my god, is this going to be another one where he misses? And then thankfully, just absolutely. Fucking well, he's it as hard as he can, and 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 Liverpool go one nil up. But it was a uh, that just kind of gave us. Um, I mean, obviously, Bowen goes on to score just before the half, but I just felt like that that first goal just always gives you the confidence to know that a, a, a very good informed West Ham team was still was still capable of just like tearing your opener and getting penalty and a penalty and the play for it as well, like Darwin Nunes dropping deep, playing the ball in behind Diaz. Little ball in and it flicks off Nunez's foot. Salah wins the pen and steps up and, and scores it. And it was, yeah, just a, a, a lovely goal, a lovely moment. 
Yeah, it's a great connection for the goal, you know, even if it's a little bit of luck uh, with, with a touch on, on Darwin. But, you know, it obviously puts the ball in the right direction for Salah. And, you know, he gets the penalty and scores. So, you know, happy days, early start. Uh, you know, West Ham is a tough opponent nowadays. You know, they have, uh, they are quite, you know, they are very organised under Moyes and they got quite many skillful players as well on the pitch. So, you know, to get that early start and get that 1-0 up before, you know, we usually concede to be one nil down instead which uh, was very very good but obviously you know we just that's the thing like we we concede you know just before half time and i hate that because that's just before the break and you want to go out with one nil lead and come into the second half with that confidence but instead you get one one and it gets i guess you know mentally tough to i wouldn't say to get back but then it could have been one nil we could we should have just you know seen this out but instead obviously they score uh, uh i thought i thought the Defending uh, ahead of that goal was was not good. Then obviously uh, the the ball in and the header by Bowen, you can't really do anything about that because he's on the floor doing that. You know, Van Dijk is a little bit you know off, but he could just only put his foot foot in and try to get it. But I think the defensive situation where where Bowen actually gets the uh, chance to get up and header it down in the first place between our centre backs, someone should be there and actually try to disturb him more, not to make him have a clear header down to another of his players. So that was my uh, concern with it. But, you know, 1-1 one, one in half time, I felt like, come on, we need to just go and win this. It's a home game. You know, next game is Spurs. So we need those three points to, you know, keep on going in the Premier League. So I was a little bit worried there. Yeah, I think, yeah, the way that they scored it, I think it is a bit mad. Like the way, like, Bowen's head's basically about, like, Van Dyke's knee. And I just feel like it's, a, it, I guess, maybe in, like, a weird area where it's, like, how does he, does he go in with his foot? Does he go in with his knee? I'm thinking it all happened maybe too quick, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, when you're going in one nil, one one at one one, when you've you've had a few chances as well, and you could, maybe should have, like you said, with the defenders, should have done better. It is a bit disappointing, but again, like you know, this season second half we are, we are a different beast because I thought it was interesting because a couple of games ago Curtis Jones was talking about I can't remember what game it was, but he was talking about like what happens at half time, and he was saying like. The gaffer gets us in, he shows us, he says, ignore all the stuff that you've been doing wrong, look at all this stuff, and he shows them clips of all, like, the good stuff that they've been doing, like, the little one-twos, like, quick balls in behind, chasing stuff down, it's like, well, like, just focus on this, focus yeah, on doing Keep this, on doing that, yeah. Keep on doing that, and it's, it is, yeah. it is easy to say, and then, but, like, if you just show them this and go, yeah, yeah, just keep doing this, lads, that you can, you've, you've been doing it in bits, now just go and do it for the next 45, and, yeah, um, I mean, Nunes, of oh. course, whenever he oh. scores, whenever he scores, we we celebrate just a couple of percent more than we would anyone else. Uh, Zobersta <laughs> is getting up there, like we said, he's getting up there. But yeah, yeah Nunes misses a a sitter to be honest. Yeah, just before the, like yeah. he's literally how close to the goal is he? And, he's, and he and he fires it wide, and you're like, oh my god, this is going to be one of them games where we're just going to have to take the draw. And then yeah, the goal is just. It's it's a it's a bit of, it's a, an amazing goal, but I just found it mad because McAllister's on the ball and he's kind of like there's a ball on, but it's like Nunes isn't moving. He's kind he's kind of like moving forwards a little bit, but he's not running. He's not running to get on the end of it. But the way he just clips that in, and then Nunes like knows as soon as he's about to hit it, get on the move, and then to get his like toe on it and kind of angle it around the the goalie. I mean, we're talking about like. Amazing goals, I think. Like the Zobersly one, I think the Gapo one was good. Um, the Jota one was good against all against Leicester, but we're not going to be short of like goal of the month goals. There's going to be there's plenty, and this was another one that was it was just an amazing, amazing goal, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, you know, the way it's executed, also the pass from McAllister, and obviously Darwin being on side for quite a bit, you know, to be able to in, in this with a small space that he has to run into. He's really, really quick. You know, the first couple of metres that makes him coming clear with the goalkeeper and to actually take that ball before, you know, it's, you know, take the ball from the angle and score it. And like you said, getting it around the keeper, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's very technical um, performed by him and uh, something that not many players can actually uh, 
do, to be honest. And like you said, we, we're being happy when he scores because he, he's, you know, a main strike, if you like. You know, he's the, he's the lad that we want to just continue to score loads of goals for us. But also the way he's involved in all the dangerous stuff like we've been talking about before because he's involved in the penalty that Salah gets. He's, he's scoring this goal. He he was involved in the goal that we had when he turned, you know, the defender around against, was it Wolves? I can't remember now because he's involved Wolves, in so yeah. many. Yeah, he's doing so many good bits. And I know Klopp said it in the press conference as well. Um uh, that you know he's he's developed so much in his tactical sense you know the way he knows to play his position he knows he knows what he can do offensively scoring goals going into the areas running in deep and all that kind of stuff and you know going uh, to receive passes but he he knows now when to hold up the ball when to connect with all this where to run and all that and that you can tell that he's just thriving and you know having loads of self confidence so i'm really really happy you know uh, and and that goal is is just brilliant and you know, I, do, I can't wait for him to just continue to be, you know, Darwin Nunez. I think, you know, he should have he should have scored the first one, like you said, he was a sitter. You know, that's that's the that's the things that he needs to develop to be, you know, a, a goal scorer. To be, he, he's already a trusted goal scorer, but to be one that actually, you know, scores those easy ones because he seems to always score the ones that are fucking impossible for anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> the two new, the two Newcastle ones, like um. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. He, I mean, if if he if he starts scoring like the easy ones, then the league's in for a fucking in for a nightmare because he's gonna he's gonna exactly. score he's gonna score loads, isn't he? Um, but yeah, I think I agree. Like his link up play has just improved so much. Like that, like I mentioned before, like the for the got for the for the Salah pen, like where he he gets it basically on the touch line on the halfway line, and he, he clips a little ball in behind for Nunes outside of his foot, just having like. He's a confidence player, isn't he? And I think that yeah. that Newcastle game we might look back on as like that was the moment where he kind of just like right, I'm a Liverpool player, I deserve to be the number nine. And since then, he's he's always starting games. And I think if you go and perform like that, you can't be left out. And I think Klopp's the type of guy that's like, well, I can't leave him out because he's he's that dangerous. Diaz, Salah, and Nunes as a three is will frighten anyone in in, yeah. in world football. That's that's how good it is. Yeah, and I think he's you know developed his uh, way of playing, also being you know the 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 play up point or whatever you call you know to be the target man. So when there's a long ball, he's very good at taking it down on his chest, holding off his defender, and you just play it out to, back to to a midfielder or going wide to Salah or, or Diaz. He's he's so much better in doing that as well because last season I think he was a little bit surprised, you know how how tough the Premier League is. You know he got bullied a bit. You know he got angry and frustrated, especially the red card that he had. You know in the first. I think against Crystal Palace or whatever it was, uh, you know, because they knew that, you know, defenders will always be on you like that. And he's, you know, new to the league, coming from South America, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I think he's just, you know, understands the physicality of the of the league now and how to play and actually develop with it. So that's really good as well, because you have someone like Gakpo can also do, but someone can actually take down the ball, control it and go back with a pass and you know take another uh take a take a run and get into another area so i think you know when with the way he plays like that now is very clever and very brilliant and it will create loads of chances for us yeah because i think like in the leicester game uh gapo was very good but i feel like <clears throat> that nunez being the number the, like the number one guy and then because gapo was it like so they're kind of like vying but it can only be a good thing for us because they're going to keep pushing each other onto new levels like gapo's got the is more technical. I think that's obviously clear to see in terms of like yeah. his ability to move the ball and manoeuvre the ball. And hopefully he can start to add more goals. And similar to Nunes, if he keeps improving, then it's going to be it's very difficult to choose between them in terms of who's your, who's your best one and long may it continue. And another guy that keeps getting goals and late goals to seal, seal games is Diogo Jota. And he, he does it again against <laughs> West Ham. Like just, yeah, comes out to him, knocks it in. And yeah, he's he's... He never like celebrates like proper. He always does like a, a weird celebration of like a fucking playing on a console pad or something or like FIFA. It's always FIFA related because he's addicted to it, little bastard. But um, he always he always scores, and I mean he's he's now got three this season, and I think like I feel like he's a, I think he's a momentum player. I think he needs to play every not every week but I think he needs to play quite a lot to get his rhythm I think and I feel like I, I looked last night just because I want to see and I think it's like equivalent to like 2.9 games he's played this, this season Jot in terms of full 90s so like it's not it's not loads considering we've played 8 games and I feel like he's been obviously Diaz's first choice left you've got Nunes and Gakpo as the 
as the nine. You've got Salah, of course, who's on on the right hand side. So it's been difficult for him to get his minutes. And I think if he if there wasn't much competition, I think he'd be doing he'd be getting more goals. I think he'd be more I guess more involved in in playing stuff. And I feel like him not having that kind of affects him a little bit in terms of his overall play isn't as good or it hasn't been as good because he's not playing as much. But in terms of getting in the right areas and getting knowing where to be and, and just knocking the ball in the back of the net and sealing games, there's there's not many better than Jota, is there? No, that's the thing. He's, 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 you know, one kind of a, you know, super sub, if you like. You know, I got a, I got a good friend of mine here in Sweden who's, he loves Jota, you know, he wants him to play more and, you know, to start games and stuff. And I, I, I totally agree that, you know, we all would want him to start more because we know what he can actually provide to the team and the, the points that he actually gets for us. And, you know, to see him score now uh, against West Ham, against Leicester, you know, they, they, they could be, an, you know, an argument for Klopp or, you know, a, a difficult choice for him to see who's going to start, you know, going forward. Because if he continues to, you know, score goals and be involved in that. You know, I don't take anything away from uh, Luis Diaz because I love the way he plays well and we need his energy. But, you know, it could be that, you know, Jota scoring goals could actually come in and play before him sometimes as well because if you have someone that, you know, just have that confidence of scoring goals and that momentum, you can't really take them out. It's good to have them coming in from the bench as well, but there would be a time where Jota thinks, you know, well, I've scored this many goals now. I, I, I should be given the chance to start. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think it helps that Diaz is an is an absolute animal as well in terms of coming off the bench. Like he could, like I mean, even from the start, he's just I think and yeah. again, like we've had that many good players. Like we haven't even talked about how good that's the Diaz thing. has been. Who, but that's the thing, sorry, Mick, because that's the thing we've said it so many times before. But whoever actually warms up on that sideline and the, you, you're the opposition, you know, a defender, seeing Diaz, Stavi Nunez, Jota, Salah, fucking Bendo, Kagakpo, whoever, you know, will come in offensively for that front three, you will be like, fucking hell, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the last game, like you, 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 you're doing well against the Liverpool side, and you look over and you see. See the ball go up when it's now and Nunes and it's Dominic's obviously. And you've been watching like match of the day and seeing them like just score bangers every week. And you're like, oh, fucking it, lads. Don't be doing this to me now. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it is a good sound to be a red. It really is. Like, the amount of options you've got is is, is terrifying for, for opposition and long may it continue. Um, but yeah, I appreciate this is a long one, but we are going to do a quick, a quick Spurs, quick Spurs chat because. It is very soon. Liverpool are playing a lot of games as we want it, especially when Liverpool are Liverpool are winning games. But we are playing um, on on Saturday at half five. It's going to be against the Spurs side. That are, I mean, the new manager's been doing well, and I've seen all like obviously the stuff he's been saying in the press. He's a, he's obviously he's obviously a very bubbly guy, a very a very funny guy, a happy guy, and he's that's transferring across to to Spurs and with the yeah. very genuine. Very genuine. I've yeah. I've lo- I've loved everything I've seen. I've got. I mean, I really enjoy it the way he is in press conferences. It just seems like a seems like a normal fella who's like also a footy manager. I think he's got like similarities to Klopp in that regard. He's a bit more like a little bit more human in his in his responses, I guess, to to, to stuff. But Spurs have been. I mean, they've been they've been very good, haven't they? Like they drew with drew with Arsenal um, in the, in the last game. That was a bit of a, a bit of a decent game too too. But in terms of like their form, like. Um, like they had the fourth in the league, they've won four, drew, drew two. They're currently two points behind us. So this one, yeah. I mean, even disregarding the the table, it's it's a ma- it's a massive game anyway. Because spares away is always difficult. But under this new manager and under the likes of Madison, who's coming and he's formed a good relationship with Son, and there's it's Liverpool need to be on their A game against a side like this. And but it's it's exciting again, isn't it? Because we've got, we've got another game, another game, another time to watch. It's obviously another time to watch Nunes up up against a a good side. And it's always I think I love these type of games because you can see where Liverpool are as well. Like when you when we're coming up against teams, you're like right where whereabouts are we? Like when we play City, I'll be so interested to see like right where's this this two point Klopp year one team, whatever it's called now. Where is this against like cities like City are just like obviously always very good. So where are we in terms of that? So I think like it's always good to kind of have a barometer to see what you're up against but I think it's going to be a I'm excited for it again on for Saturday's game 
Yeah, it will be a tough one, you know, the, with the manager as well, you know, being that genuine guy, you, you, you kind of like what he says, you kind of, he comes across like someone that is very human, like you said, uh, obviously it does help that he supported Liverpool as a kid and, you know, looked up to Bill Shankly and the uh, the bootroom boys and all them, you know, high legends. So it's it's something that, you know, we take to ourselves as well, like, oh, he knows his stuff. <laughs> but, you know, obviously now he's in the opposition team, like Spurs doing well. I think, you know, it will be tough to go there. I think that Tottenham has actually uh, benefited from Hurricane leaving because now they don't have to rely on him all the time, being the goal scorer, being the the player that, you know, they see as a star man and the, the main man. You know, they, I think, you know, his goals can never be taken away in the way he's been, you know, uh, Mr. Tottenham for a long, long, long time. But I think as a team, they probably benefited from him leaving. And now, you know, they have to rely on other players. They play a different style. They do other things. So I think it would be tough. Uh, I don't know with the injury, though, like with uh, James Madison, who's been, you know, starting really well for them. I think, you know, he had some kind of problems. I don't know if he's out. I don't know if it's been confirmed. But that will be a big blow for them, obviously. But they got good quality players. So it will be a tough task to go there. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it because... The momentum that we have as well with the star players that we have, uh, Dominic Soberslai, Darwin, you know, we've talked about them now. I'm really looking forward to this game because it tends to be funny games against Spurs, uh, you know, since, you know, a couple of seasons back. And obviously they're playing the Champions League final back in 2019 and all that. So uh, big game. Uh, and like you said, to um, try to keep on going for points to, you know, stay in the top of the league. And if we continue to do that, even though if we go there and draw, you know, I, I think just to, continue to be in the top and try to find this kind of momentum and form going forward because we know that that's needed to be able to compete with Man City because if we don't do it and if anyone else doesn't do it there will be you know uh, uh they will probably win the league you know quite early so we need to just continue to do this yeah we do it's it's it is annoying like the levels that you need like you can go and get like 97 points and like Arsenal were like <clears throat> Arsenal were terrific last year didn't and didn't manage to do it even though they were just amazing for most of the season and that's that's the levels you need any other any other era you win in the Prem if you if you if you win that many games um so we need to be on on it from minute one from in in all games and that that's something that I think like when you like I say like we keep going behind I think like it's something that needs to be needs to be iron out in terms of like if we want to be challenging, then we need to be like going one nil up in most games to kind of give give us the momentum to go on and get a second and just kind of kill games like Man City are so good at. But in terms of like lineups, then because I'm just looking at the West Ham one, so of course Trent hasn't been playing because he's been injured, and we're still managing to be amazing, which is again in itself is, is so good considering Trent's such a big part of what we do, and again shows just how. The, the lads that we've got and the lads we've brought in have, have, have adapted and come in and have been made us so good. Even we didn't even have Canate against West Ham, which is again, <laughs> if you would have said last year, <clears> who <throat> were the main two fellas in this team? I think it, the top near the top of the list would have been Trent and Canate. And the fact that we didn't have them last game and we still managed to beat West Ham three one, again another good sign. So I mean, last last against West Ham we had Allison, Gomez, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Sobosly, McAllister, Jones, Salah, Nunes, Diaz. Um, I think if Trent's fit, of course, he comes straight back in as good as Gomez has been doing. I think, I yeah. honestly just think it's going to be the same. And then um, Trent and Kamati in. I think, I think that, yeah, I think, um, I think that yeah. is our best team. Yeah, I won't argue with that. I think, you know, Trent, if he's fit and Klopp, you know, thinks that he's ready to come in, uh, he comes in in, this, in that position and that's just, a, you know, a bonus for us, even though, you know, like you said, Gomez have done it well, uh, Curtis did as well last night, but, you know, to have Trent there who's used to play right back, but also having all those, you know, that creativity in the midfield, that's brilliant for us. Uh, and then Konata, you know, uh, the signs that he showed last night as well against Leicester, you know, he's, he's just a class defender as well so they come in and the rest of the team is i would say will be 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 the same and it looks proper nice <laughs> to, to, you know when you see if when you see those players on 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 the team sheet if that's the the way that cops you know uh, choose to play and have those players uh it's just something that you'd be like i'm, I'm really forward to this yeah it could be a part of this <laughs> that's, that's what I mean when you look at the bench and you've got like likes of Grabberts, Jota and and Gakpo and Endo and Elliot and Simicas and like the players you've oh. got on the bench as well that can come in and, and positively affect the game. Yeah, that's that's the that's the levels you need, and I think that's why again, like, <laughs> I think it's still like 
not been really spoke about, like just how good Liverpool have kind of adapted to losing players and like bringing players in. And because we're back up there, people are like, oh yeah, Liverpool are good again. And it's like people like it seems like people are just like shrugging the sh- shoulders and going, oh yeah, Liverpool are good again. It's not a big deal. It's like well. It is because we, we've we've lost that we've lost our captain and our number six that we didn't expect. We've lost a whole host of players that were so experienced and ingrained in what Liverpool the Liverpool DNA of since Klopp came in. Exactly. And the fact that we just kind of turned that round and we're like, right, here's the new fellas, crack on, and we're, and we're near the top of the table. I think it's it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, that's the thing as well. Like you say, we, we lost so much experience and you know players to play for us for many many years, winning everything, um, and. If we do get like two of the new recruitments wrong, like a Qatar, for example, we're fucked. That's the thing because we can't just like City or Newcastle nowadays, like, ah, that didn't work. So we just bring another player in for 80, 80 million pounds. You know, we can't do it. We need to, you know, uh, put that money into a player that we, you know, to 95% at least know is going to, you know, maybe not come in like Soberslay and doing it straight away because Klopp said that, you know, he was surprised as well how quickly he adapted to the Premier League and the team and everything. But that we know that he can do the job and he will probably develop and be a great player for us. That's where we have to put our money in and make sure that these, you know, that's such a proper chance for it to happen correct and be the right way. If it turns out like a Keita, it's just we, we, we can't just go and get another player for that. And that's why it's a very big thing that Liverpool got rid of all those players, but, you know, brought in McAllister. Obviously, he's already proven the Premier League, but you never know if it's going to take time to adapt to a new team with, you know, much higher expectations, a new system, blah, blah, blah. But he's doing it well. Soberstar coming in from a new league, being a fucking super. Superstar, and then you got Endo coming in as well. Now taking a little bit more time, take a little bit longer. We play the new system. You know, to 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 see this going so quick at the start of the season that we actually top of the Premier League at the moment. That we, we you know in that uh, area where we'll we'll be fighting for the first place. You know, if we continue to take points like this, it's unbelievable and it's great because it could have been the other way around that you know players wouldn't. Uh, come in and have impacts you know it takes long for everyone to you know come into how we play and uh, the physicality of the league and the speed and everything and we would have lost a couple of games and we would be like oh fuck this another one of these seasons so let's just enjoy and be happy because this is where we want to be and life is such a more beautiful place when Liverpool is doing well uh you know even though you know I've learned to not go into the dark places where and Liverpool lose because that was before you need to find other things in life that is good but it makes it's more bright when we play like this and have players that perform like, you know, Soberslai or Darwin or whoever. It's just brilliant. So instead of moaning and being a bitch online, you know, talking shit about players, just fucking enjoy it and just be happy that we are actually in this, you know, bracket uh, at the top of the Premier League with quality players. There's so many other supports out there, you know, supporting other teams. They will probably just, you know, wish for a little bit of the success that we have had through the years. And it's, 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 at least, you know, the last year since Klopp came in, they we won everything. There's supports out there to teams, you know, they have, haven't won anything like the Spurs supporters. It must be such a shit alive in terms of football to support a team <laughs> that comes so close to things and then just fucking falls down again. So, that's my message to everyone. Enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> well, Chelsea won the transfer window apparently, and they've only got five points from six. So you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? So it's money yeah. and blind faith in like good players, very good players, and then just throw money at them and bring them in and go, right, lads, we're yeah. all good here. We've got eleven players, and Pochettino's a good manager, but it's difficult to like bring in that many players and like not really have a system when you're brand new. It's like it's, obviously you'll get it right at some point, but. Like the way that we've managed to do it in the way that we have, I think yeah. is is it is incredible. And I think if you're still listening, you are a true copy podcast legend. <laughs> you really, you really are. We have been witching on about as obviously and Darwin Nunes, but it's hard not to when they are they're so special and we when it's so nice to watch them a couple of times a week. Um, right, we are out of here. Thanks very much for score, score prediction? Oh, score. You know what? I, I tried to 3-1. Get, I, tried, I, tried to get, I tried to get away with it because I'm so shit these days. Um, are you actually going 3-1? No, I, I, I actually, I, 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 I back my team because we're in a good form and I think, you know, we, we've been playing well against Spurs in the, you know, the last couple of seasons and stuff. Like, we, we're performing quite well against them, I think. So, I, I, it will be a tough one, but I say 2-1 Liverpool. So, it will You're be a tight right. one. You stole it off me. I was, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy you only because I thought that anyway. But also, I don't get messages like, "Oh, look who's right, look who's right again." 
<laughs> so we'll say the same as you. I'm going to let yeah, you yeah. go first every week and just copy you because then we can like, well, if it's wrong, we're shit together. If we get it both right, then we're, then we're good together. So it's sound. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's going to okay. be another another massive, massive game. Liverpool can do it and get 2-1. It would be 20 games unbeaten. It would be eight consecutive wins. And it's just like stuff like that where Liverpool in the past have been obviously so incredible and win, winning stuff. And it's so exciting to see the side play games of footy. I can't bring, bring on Saturday. But yeah, we are out for it. Nice one, everyone, for listening. As always, really do appreciate the support. As always, like I always say, but I'm never going to stop saying that because we really do. Um, and yeah, thanks to Christian. As always, for taking time to jump on with us, pouring his like fifth coffee of the morning, he's going to now go out and have a little run with his Dominic Zobersly shirt on and his Darwin Nunes hat and his, I don't know, and <laughs> endo, endo shoes and yeah, <laughs> Kwanzaa socks. Like he's got the, he's got the lot. Um, but yeah, really appreciate it. We are out here. Nice one as always for listening, and we'll see you all very soon. Nice one. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copite Podcast. Podcast Network.